Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Has anyone's son ever taken you for idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do we even spot foolishness before we've been hoodwinked? Do you get what I mean? I think that's the biggest problem of our generation. There's too many people and too many voices informing what standards should look like. That's good. Think less about how you want this relationship to look and more so about how you want your partner to make you feel. And I think it's very, very difficult to uproot an idol when everything around you is idolatrous. Look, when you play stupid games... The prizes that you win are what? Dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, Mm. we are going to be saying, Mm. don't let anybody's son take you for idiots. Mm, mm, How mm. to guard your heart heart whilst dating and this episode crept up because we've been sifting through the dilemma um email guys the amount of men that are making you guys ginger we don't like it and so we thought this is a mass announcement a tsa (laughs) a social gathering if you will to address everything that's going on okay so how do we set boundaries Mm -hmm. set expectations Mm -hmm. how do we let things go how do we overcome heartbreak but how do we have hope Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) how do we have so that's where we're at sisters as you can tell i'm feeling a lot better Ooh, somebody was praying I, I know some of the sisters logged into pastor jerry's live. i'm telling I you what it. god cannot do does, does not, not exist. exist your girl is feeling so much better and so yeah let's get into some house keeping rules and announcements sweeping the house Let's keeping it, it swept sisters it is literally a month to tms live Crazy in london things. we are pulling off our biggest show yet our biggest show ever we are seeing a thousand plus people oh, in guys. hackney empire on october the 27th in the evening so if you haven't got your tickets because we've been looking at those tickets yeah. child. <laughs> you're joking what okay? god cannot do does not does exist. not exist but let me tell you something those tickets may not exist when you guys pick them up so if you would like to come and support us in our yeah. work please 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 pick up the ticket it's literally going to be such a transformative yeah. evening not only will you be privy to a wonderful conversation between your two co-hosts of this podcast, but we have enlisted the help of the Avengers. Oh, the Avengers! We are on. being joined by Unjaded Jade, Come on, Kelechi Okafor, Miss Tony Tone. Oh my God! And of course, Adela Afadi and Elaine Baby. It's <laughs> gonna be a good, good time. Honestly, everyone is coming with their own energy, Yo. their own experiences. Maybe you might even see a little bit of a debate kickoff because everyone has their different opinions but sisters i task you to one thing this week if you already have a ticket 
tell someone to come with you there are sister tickets if Mm -hmm, they just need mm -hmm. a ticket there are individual tickets so there are even group tickets okay Mm -hmm. bring a whole bunch of y'all okay and let's have a good wholesome friday night at hackney empire because like you said biggest girl night of the year and if you are an ally you don't identify as a woman you can still come through in fact if you are not a trifling man that we're about (laughs) to address maybe even if you are and you need reformation you need to find yourself there this is the article we've done several articles on this podcast and this is the one for q4 look we're entering into a new season yeah okay change your ways i don't know what calendar it might be the jewish i don't know what calendar what new year we're entering into but this could be your new year buy a ticket buy a ticket honestly i actually think a lot of men do not know that this is our first event that is open to absolutely everyone so if you are a woman if you identify as a woman you're an ally you're a man you're whoever you can come to this evening so that we can talk about the things that need to be spoken about absolutely okay absolutely what other housekeeping rules are there oh, housekeeping announcements um yeah i guess i hope you're well and prospering that's it um and if you're not maybe it's because you haven't read our book oh. so you should definitely go and grab a that. copy of to my sisters a guide to building lifelong friendships written by two friends that are dedicated to that lifelong friendship thing and growing and growing Growing, yeah but honestly no long thing let's get straight into the ding 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 dilemma let's go before we get into this week's dilemma we actually have a dilemma update and this is an update on last week's dilemma we love swift changes Mm. um (laughs) reformation (laughs) literally if you haven't watched last week's episode we highly recommend that you do but we were talking about a young lady who was dating someone she's 21 she was dating someone and he was basically like i'm not ready for a relationship right Right. now you know i'm going through some kind of challenges with my mental health and then he started to just be mad disrespectful when she didn't know whether you know she didn't know how to feel about it she was quite offended then he came back like i've changed i'm in therapy now Mm. um you know let's get back together they had been in a little situation ship and now she's thinking do i give him another chance Mm. do i trust him again so sis sent us an update sisters gather and listen Hi both, thank you for answering my dilemma. I have an update for you, exclamation mark. I decided to tell this man that I don't want to give him another chance because the disrespect he inflicted on me was too damaging to the point where I started experiencing anxiety quite heavily. And even whilst talking to him, I would feel overwhelming feelings of anxiety. There was a girl in the comment section who rightly also mentioned that I was kept on the back burner throughout the three years as he would cross physical boundaries with me after saying we should be friends due to mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Then went and had a full relationship with another girl when his mental health was better before coming back to me wishing for us to be together Mm. i am pretty heartbroken as i do miss the lovely parts of our past and it was difficult to say no to him when he was finally willing to give me what i had wanted after Mm -hmm. so long Mm -hmm. but i also believe that this was the right thing to do after all the damage this has caused me thank you also for the well wishes on my final year of university i'll keep you updated god bless and thank you for your help Oh, girl, I love that for you. Sometimes you need to cut them off. You do. Sometimes you need to cut them off. If you're taking you for idiots. 100%. But this is a good signpost to why you should always comment down below what you think about the dilemmas as well. Because we're only two people, you know? We're not the be-all and end-all of all knowledge and wisdom. But you guys, collectively, as a sisterhood, we can help solve people's problems. So whenever you hear a dilemma here... Please drop it like it's hot in the comments and let us know your thoughts. What are you thinking? Mm -hmm. All right. So this week, 
Another girl is in need. Is of help. in need. Child, so if sis, it's about a man, here. is it about a man? Well, oh. hi, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> First, I want to say that I've been following you both since the start of the pandemic and I am so grateful for all that you do for our community of sisters. My dilemma, I don't even know how to start this. You read it in the subject line, I had a one night stand. Two weeks ago, a friend and I were embarking on our Euro Girls summer. Unfortunately, this trip involved more partying than I would have liked. I'm really not a party girl and I'm a low key person. So this trip was out of my element. To get straight to it, my friend and I were drinking and partying with our hostel and we met some people one of which being the guy I slept with Mm. he and his friend introduced themselves and we were chatting and having a good time he honestly was so cute and my type I was interested in hanging out with him right away one thing led to another we were dancing kissing and getting ideas on Mm. where the night would go sexually in my mind i thought i was only going to be tempting him and not following through with anything the sexual tension was so strong and he knew i was teasing him to the point where he asked why are we playing games at that point i decided to go with it and went back to his place having sex with him was so bizarre because it was the first time (laughs) i did it without feelings it was difficult to be in the moment without thinking to myself oh god what are you doing Mm. to be fair he was very kind and caring he never made our time together unsafe or uncomfortable at all so i'm thankful it didn't take a turn for the worse but now i am left with the feeling of being numb to my actions and who i thought i was i have only been with one other person prior to him and my first was someone i dated for a long time and thought i would marry i vowed to myself that the next person i'd be with would be my husband especially as a christian but i unfortunately broke that vow Part of me feels like I did this because I'm a bit bitter that I still haven't met my husband. And sometimes I think God won't give me the type of man that I want. Mm. I struggle with wanting a Christian man, but being attracted to worldly men or thinking that a worldly man is more realistic. I don't know how to feel. On one hand, I think I've learned we as humans are capable of anything and something I thought I would never do happened. I have been feeling distant in my faith and part of me feels scared to run towards it after this event. Currently, I feel numb, but I am scared to be confronted with the shame guilt or whatever feelings I may have about this in the future Mm. we both have each other's contacts and might see each other in a month or so which I feel like I shouldn't because we know what will probably happen again but a part of me feels that I already did it so is it a big deal if I do it again Mm. sigh I am a mess sorry I tried to keep this as short as I could thank you both in advance damn girl it's a tight one it's, it's, it's tea for tight, man. Well, Miss Renee, it's giving a little stigmatized <laughs> too. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get, you get, you get a little, you get a little tasty. Like so Are you serious? <laughs> Not it's giving a little stigmatized. I give you, I got a little taste. Mm, could have a little. <laughs> Not I had a little bit of a nibble and a bite. <laughs> I could do with a bit of a big bite. You know what I'm saying? Just say the, you know when you have a cookie. You're actually not. <laughs> I enjoyed the cookie. Give me a bit more. Uh, just a little bit. Um, I shouldn't have it. Let me have it. Okay. Okay. Being a serious person. Yeah. Being a serious person. First of all, says. It's okay to be a mess. Yes. I think that this has been quite an overwhelming experience for you, especially just the way that you've described it. And I think 
I'm glad, well, not glad, but I'm happy that you've kind of quantified kind of where you're at. Mm. And I think also being a Christian, obviously we're going to speak to you Christian to Christian. Yeah. So just uh, to... FYI. Yeah, FYI for folks that are listening in um, and folks that may have differences of opinion. Mm-hmm. And first of all, shame and guilt is the biggest way that the enemy keeps us in 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 bondage and, and bound. Yeah. And I think that whilst it is very normal to feel as though you've transgressed and it's very normal for you to have those emotions that can sometimes be quite overwhelming depending on what you've done um, and depending on how you've engaged with it, um, it is not normal, nor should it be encouraged for you to stay in that place of shame That's and good. bondage and feeling as though you're a sinner or feeling as though you've transgressed. Um, it's happened. Not to say that it's an okay, it's it's not okay that it's happened, but it's happened. It's happened. Um, and I think what's really important is for you to really process like why it happened. Mm. I think you've already started doing that processing. I love the fact that you've been quite transparent and honest about the fact that you did have those bitter feelings Mm. or you did feel a bit almost jaded. And I think sometimes it's a great way for you to reckon with yourself and your relationship with God. So like, where are you with God? Um, You're distant from God. Are you feeling bitter towards God? Are you feeling disappointment? Mm. And the thing is, a lot of these emotions can build up and be made manifest in actions, which are very, very antithetical to what we believe in or who we believe that we were. Mm. and i think what's also good is the fact that you flagged human beings are capable of anything yeah and this is why we need jesus because (laughs) (laughs) not because we're perfect not because we are um just called to be good we actually need jesus and we actually need a savior we actually need god because we need somebody that can cover those multitudes of sins. Mm. We need somebody that can um, be there to hold us and um, and bring us out of that place of yeah. bondage. We need somebody that can come for um, us. us and comfort us in, in these times where we feel so distant from both God, but also from ourselves. Um, so I definitely say it's not a great thing that has happened in accordance with your faith. Yes, you have sinned, but it's not the be all and end all. And there is grace for you. There is glory that can be found in overcoming that transgression. I think it's also great that you had a relatively straightforward experience. I know that there have been some experiences that people have had where a one night stand may not have been safe or it may have led to, you know, further kind of issues or problems in terms of like navigating relationships with people. I think being very quite, being quite clear about what you want moving forward is first and foremost very important. So identify the feelings, the emotions, identify kind of how you're feeling towards yourself and towards God. Um, and then if it is that you are continuing on this, my hope is that you continue on this Christian walk and reaffirming and um, re-energizing that part of yourself that is dedicated to following mm. God, then I would say you need to cut off contact with that guy mm-hmm. for a little bit of time. Okay. Just like no lie, when no we're lie. trying to change our behaviors, yeah we often have to change our environments in order for us to change our behaviors. When you allow yourself to be in temptation, and even it says in the good book, right? Don't allow yourself to be in a space of temptation because it will make it more difficult for you to follow the path that you want to go. So I would say for a temporary amount of time, try and remove yourself from these kind of situations. You said even yourself that obviously human beings can do different things and you're not necessarily a party girl, but because of the environment that you were in, it definitely facilitated some, you know, parts of yourself that you may not have been aware of um or more it just made it a lot easier for you to transgress or go down the paths that you didn't want to go Mm. so now you've identified that trigger you have to remove it remove contact with that guy for a period of time you can even send him a message and say hey for the benefit of myself and the path that i want to go on i may not be in contact with you for Mm -hmm. you know a period of time no hard feelings Mm -hmm. um 
I think what's actually good here is that you're actually not entangled emotionally mm. with him. So it should be a little bit easier for you yeah. to be able to distance yourself from him for a period of time. Um, and then I would really focus on your faith, focus yeah. on building up your self-esteem, focus on the parts of yourself that were injured and harmed and hurt as a result of your past relationship. It's a very traumatic thing to build a relationship that you think is going to lead to marriage yeah. and have it break down. It's yeah. traumatic. Yeah. And this might be some of the, you know, broken shards or the broken glass pieces that you may not have had the time or the foresight or the understanding to really clean up and mm. take care of. So I would say block the guy or, you know, rescind some kind of communication That's with good. him, focus on building yourself up again and focus on your relationship with God. Like really go back to, um, you know, reading your Bible a bit more, really think about the company that you keep. No tea, no shade on your friend at yeah. all, because, yeah. you know, people lead different lifestyles and people are more extroverted, some are introverted, yeah. people find themselves in different environments. But if environment is now one of your triggers, you need to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that are in alignment with the person that you want to be. Mm. So it's not necessarily just alienating yourself from that friend. It just means let me reach out to other friends that are also maybe Christian yeah. or also abstinent or also thinking about, you know, um, thinking about faith in the way that I would like to aspire to um, find yourself in more environments. Like obviously church is one of them. Yeah. The obvious one. Yeah. Um, but find yourself in more environments of um, which allow you to partake in things that you enjoy outside of, you know, partying and stuff like that. If you're not a party girl, what kind of girl are you? Yeah, are you a kind good. of girl that likes hobbies? Are you a kind of girl that um, likes going out on one-to-ones with their friends? Are you a kind of girl that likes swimming? Like whatever it is that you like, spend more time doing those things as opposed to finding yourself in uncomfortable situations or situations that push you beyond the limits of your beliefs and values that That's is so really good. really important um and then also take your time like time can often heal a multitude of issues that we're going um going through and going forward with so really take your time with obviously this processing take your time in establishing these new boundaries take your time in establishing or rather re-establishing your relationship with god and then take your time with really curating an environment that allows you to be the person that you want to be so but it's very important that you outline who is that girl like refine and rediscover yourself write some adjectives what is the kind Kind of girl that you see yourself as and where are the misalignments and then take your time over the next few weeks or months mm. to really start stitching the pieces together mm. so that in about a month two months six months a year whatever you can look back and say this happened but i'm no longer this girl Come i on. now match up to the vision of the girl that i want to be and that girl is in aligned and that girl is aligned with God and her faith is also aligned too. Mm, um, that's so good. So that's what I would say. And don't let yeah. shame keep you down. We've done so many episodes where we've spoken about shame quite, you know, frankly, yeah. transparently. And I think as women, there's that double um, helping from society that you should be ashamed of engaging yeah. in like, sexual activity. And if you transgress, then it's a, then it's a really big issue. Yeah. And yes, it's a big issue, but it's a big issue for people. And there's a lot of people that this has happened to. There's a lot of people that have engaged in, you know, fornication and all that kind of stuff. Um, hello. <laughs> Fornicators. We've been there. Arise and shine. <laughs> we have been down and dirty. <laughs> we have been biting the cookie. But thank God we have been washed clean. We have been washed clean. We eat our celery sticks and not our cookies. Make me sick. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. Courtney, I'm <laughs> I would love no, to I, I agree with everything you said. I think 
now it's a conversation about like boundaries and what is tempting to you. And I guess, especially in the face of maybe engaging with this guy again very soon, it may be worth, if you know, like, oh, the likelihood is we're going to get, you know, down and dirty again, then, you know, this isn't the time to see him. And it, it could be as detailed as what you said and as honest and forthcoming, or, you know, if you're trying to kind of maintain your own privacy and maybe you don't have that kind of intimate relationship with him to be as transparent, you could just tell him, I'm actually really busy. I I can't come and meet you (laughs) whilst you're around, unfortunately. Um, I, I think with this, it's great that you identified that one of the things that maybe drove you to this, and I think this is a huge level of self-awareness and mm. introspection, is maybe you are disappointed with God. And I think that is actually the key thing you need to address. Um, there's this really great book by Jackie Hill Perry called Holier Than Thou, which mm. I highly recommend that you listen to. And she opens it up by saying, a lot of times we think that the reason why somebody doesn't keep themselves holy or doesn't stick to certain things that they know would please God Mm. is because like, oh, you know, they're possessed with something or they're just bad. But usually it's because we don't trust that God is good, right? Mm. It's not necessarily about us. It's about whether we trust God's promises and we trust the things that we have put in his hands. And I can definitely relate to the idea of I'm waiting for something. I know what I want, but God, I don't know if you'll give it to me. So maybe I'll go and orchestrate something for myself or maybe I will just just lash out of doing things your way because I don't know if you're holding your end of the bargain and so I think it's rather getting to the bottom of those feelings if this is a huge part of like your your thinking at the moment because it will manifest in other ways you know you can chastise yourself and be like no no more sleeping with anybody but still lack that deep intimacy because you lack that trust Mm. in God in general and that manifests in a different way whether it's not spending time with him not really investing in your faith and I think shame and guilt propels those things and it just all draws you away and so right now it is a like you said about really building that intimacy and trust that you have in God and so you have to now confront whether you do believe that you can wait and have patience for what it is you're expecting um because it's out there right like god is a good father he hears your prayers and he's not wicked that he would hear your prayers and see you even right now in turmoil trying to please him you know having guilt about what it is you've done or having conviction let's say Mm. about what it is you've done and also then not respond to you with grace and i think that's the next thing i wanted to say there is grace to have patience as you wait for the person you're waiting for right i think we forget sometimes that this journey of abstinence or celibacy is something we're doing not to prove that we are the best kind of people Mm -hmm. but truly to show our love for God in response to the love he has for us and I think what you should do right now is allow God to love on you right like remind yourself of what God says about you remind yourself of who he says he is he's not just a judge he is the redeemer he is the person who has um made sure that judgment isn't coming against us because of our transgressions and our sins um he's the one who calls you holy no matter what you did yesterday he still sees you as washed clean because it's not according to your power or what you've done but it's according to Jesus and his finished works reminding yourself of these truths and not allowing guilt and shame to lie to you about the fact that oh now you've kind of got this you know scarlet a on your forehead mm. or this will always be your story but I do think getting to the bottom of okay, God, can I actually allow your grace and your love um, to overflow in this season in order to give me patience, right? Patience to wait, patience with myself, an ability to accept your forgiveness and accept that I can actually forgive myself um, for this situation. And so 
I'd say, yeah, like you said, it's it's time to do that deep work on your faith journey um but I wouldn't want shame to keep you away from coming to God and going to God's feet and just being like you know I actually need to be loved on Mm, in this moment mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. I need to remind myself of God's love and I need to be surrounded by people who will imitate God's love towards me and display it towards me so that I can feel accepted but also know that I am so much more than this event and I'm so much more than this moment and there is so much trust that I can put in God because of who he is um and I really do pray that you find what it is you want soon and but I agree with the practical element set some boundaries you know surround yourself with some new people um be real about conversations with yourself and with others so that they can hold you accountable as well but since you got this okay you got this. Your man is coming soon at some point. I can't make promises. Right, me yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said I can't Yeah, I can't lie to you. Um, but what I do hope and pray for you, what we do hope and pray for you is that no matter when it happens, if it happens, that God would give you the patience to be able to, the patience and also the contentment mm. to be able to mm. enjoy the season that you are in, whether it's being single, growing in your relationship with him. I really do pray that you find contentment in that mm. um, and hope, hope for whatever is coming in the future. But above all, that you find trust in God and you find safety in that as well um, and identity in that. Yeah. Beautiful. Hope that helps in some way. I'm sure loads of people can relate to that as well. I know at some points I definitely would have needed this kind of advice. Mm, But let's get into the episode because... Hmm. It's not just a one, not a two, but Uh, more men are taking Many things, many things are happening. (laughs) Crazy things. Yeah, crazy things, as Thames said. Crazy things are happening. We seem to be living in a world (laughs) where... No, no, we seem to be living in a world where every day, yeah, there are from generations, we're not the first, we're not the last. It seems like someone's hey. son somewhere is acting like they don't have home training. We Do they to, have home training? We need to expedite that to my brothers because we need to bring the brothers. What here is going no, on? In the house of commons. What's going on? Guys? Someone is stealing someone's money. <laughs> somebody is giving somebody STD. Someone is uh, not showing up for the date. Uh, and then the girls are retaliating. Oh. And then they're also there showing their nyash. Hey. It's too much. There's it's a lot too going much, on. right? And the reason why I wanted to have this conversation about like (laughs) don't let anyone's son take you for idiot is i feel like as women and and yeah young women kind of in the dating game you know sometimes we can be a bit naive we can be ignorant and we've definitely been there um but also i think we do need to take some accountability Mm -hmm. for how we guard our hearts because we are pretty much the only ones who will do it right we we have it's only us and God nice. that are invested <laughs> in the protection of our own hearts. We cannot trust anybody else with it. Let's be 100% real. Right, right. Um, and so as much as we are not victim blaming in any way, if somebody has done you wrong, we always say this, it is proof that they are a bad person, mm-hmm. not that you're a fool. And it's important for, you know, people to be held accountable when they do people wrong. So we're not blaming you for the bad behavior of men or anyone who's done you wrong. But what we are going to do is help you get equipped to protect your own heart so that you can hold yourself accountable um, as you navigate the dating scene and Mm. you can do it with respect. You could do it responsibly, but also you can do it with wisdom, Mm -hmm. right? So the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is, has anyone's son ever taken you for (laughs) idiot? 
God of Abraham. Wow. Has anybody's son taken me for Talk a to fool? Talk It's as if there's mug on my forehead. God. Full square many years yeah. ago. Not too many years ago because I'm still a baby girl. 100. I've had my fair share of um, guys on the other side. Or guys where I like the phrase, the lights are not on at home. Mm. Not only were the lights not on in their home, but also in my home, it was also vacant. So <laughs> it was just a meeting of two empty houses. Right. Yes, unfortunately, I have been taken for idiot by multiple sons. Unfortunately, I'm here to confess and say, but there is grace and there is, um, you know, glory in <laughs> testimony and all that kind of stuff. But I think my earliest memory of being taken for a fool by a guy... <laughs> <laughs> was this i was quite young though i was like maybe 15 16 and this was around the time where folks were using like msn and like blackberry mm-hmm. facebook all that cast your minds back then because i know all the girlies that are like gen z's and whatnot listening mm-hmm. i know the older girlies will be mm-hmm. you know what I'm, I'm talking about and there was this one particular guy that i absolutely was just like this was the first interaction I'd had with a guy that had actually like given me some energy back. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm liked by a guy. I like this guy. We're doing a thing. Bearing in mind, I've never met this guy. So we're talking on like MSN messenger. As you do. As you do back in the day, Mm -hmm. sending emails. And mind you, at this time, I didn't have my own phone. Mm. I didn't have, I didn't have my own laptop. Mm -hmm. So I would have to go to the library Okay. I mean, we all we all have stories. We all start somewhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I would have to go to the library to talk to this that man. That can be romantic, though. <laughs> God, please. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's the weekend. I'm going to go to the library to talk to my mans. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, I, my parents bought me a phone, so I got a BlackBerry. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Oh. Right? <laughs> Fancy. Shout out to my, my auntie, oh, auntie C time. and uncle, uncle Jay. <laughs> um, so yeah, finally got a phone and... Yeah, he was like, can I have your BBM? Because obviously not numbers, BBM pins. Mm. Um, like we started talking and I was like, you know, in love or whatever, oh. or whatever they call that puppy stuff that yeah. we do when we're younger. And then like literally out of the blue, like bearing in mind, this guy's like, oh, you know, you're my girl. Like, I really like you, all mm. that kind of stuff. I'm like, so when are we going to meet? When are we going to meet? So we're exchanging, um, you know, messages and whatnot. Yeah. He's like, you know, babes, like, I really like you. Like, yeah. I want you to be my girl, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And then like literally out of the blue, you know, when like you can change like your DP to, you know, pictures, all that kind of stuff. He changes his picture to this girl, random girl. And I'm just like, oh, is this like a celebrity or something? Or just, <laughs> is this your sister, your cousin? I'm like 15, so I'm no, like... is this a tribute? <laughs> this is a tribute. You know, <laughs> somebody died, passed away. Um, and then, you know, when people start doing up like lovey-dovey, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. statuses and whatnot. So this guy's putting up statuses, like, let's call her Stacey. It's like, oh, like me and Stacey forever. Me yeah. and Stacey forever, because yeah. he couldn't spell. <laughs> and I just was like, hey, so what's good? Like, you're telling me that I'm your girl, like, we're due to meet up and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, like, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, oh, so how long have you guys been dating? And he says, the amount of time that he says that they've has elapsed in their relationship, we were talking. Yeah. So I was just like, does your girlfriend know that you've been like speaking to me like this? And he was like, oh, but we haven't been speaking on a like romantic tip or anything like that. So that was like my very earliest memory of just feeling so like powerless Mm -hmm. because I was just like, how is it that this foolish man, like I haven't even seen, bear in mind, I haven't met this person in person. He was like a friend of a friend. Um, And I was like, so close to finally having my first boyfriend. Like God, just 
just imagine young when they like this is my man my man my this man. is my man my man and heaven forgive me i want to say something that's rude but don't say she wasn't pretty no no not not oh, her okay. wait he not... wasn't that cute <laughs> no he was not well i didn't find him well upon reflection so <laughs> upon reflection but anyways that was like Fair my enough. earliest memory of like oh, i've been taken for a fool and then obviously snowboard when you get older and the stakes yeah. are higher like you being taken for a fool is, is Ooh, it's, amplified it's amplified um and i think i've told this story before but of that guy that i was talking to and dating and we went to his birthday party and oh, it was his yeah. girlfriend that opened the door <laughs> guys, i think even courtney can tell this story guys guys, courtney, guys 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 and you know the thing about courtney courtney is a very obvious like it's very difficult for her to hide her like emotions <laughs> so when we <laughs> for context for those of you that are new or not heard the story I was like talking Let to me tell it anyway. So Renee was talking to this guy. Part, you know when you were like, Renee, is this your man? <laughs> <laughs> Renee, is this your man? Because this is <laughs> So guys, Renee doesn't really like, Renee's a very private person, right? And even to me, like I won't find out something's happening in Renee's <laughs> life till it's established. It's only recently that we've had a relationship where it's like from the genesis of the situation, <laughs> yeah. Renee would bring me in. And so for a while, she had been talking to a guy and I found out this is during sixth form. She was like, oh yeah, I've been talking to a guy and we're like on the of becoming boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend. He's invited me to his birthday in South London. Bear in mind, we grew up and go to school in North London, right? <laughs> And on a school night, she's like, will you come with me to his birthday? And of course, me, ride or die, best friend. I was like, of course, I'll come. So we take the train and two buses to get to South London. I just want everyone to know the extent to which I'm even suffering. So we get to um, this man's house, yeah. And a lovely girl who I'd actually met before, a lovely girl opens (laughs) the door. And she's like super nice to us and super welcoming. It's like, oh, fantastic. Super like prissy, everything. A lovely sister of his. Yeah. So we walk into the house and we're like, oh my gosh, his sister is so nice. Like, (laughs) wow. We walk into the house. We go um, into where the gathering is happening. Mm. We all Mm. sit down and kiki king the whole night and obviously like he hugs renee and he's like oh you know it's nice to meet me and stuff like that and i'm like oh i can't wait for my best friend to be in a relationship with this man like they seem so cute together (sighs) now obviously everyone's doing low-key low-key so i'm like oh you know what they don't even want to allude to them being together like (laughs) i I love being the only one in the room who knows that they're basically so in love um but he's you know playing it cool maybe his mum's there you know they're not an official thing (laughs) so you know why should Renee be no, up there? No Do you get point. what I mean? Like, nah, it's cool. We know, we all three of us know the deal. And so the time comes for obviously the cutting of the cake. And this girl who greeted us at the door is the one who brings the cake in. So again, it's all confirming, oh my gosh, this is his sister. So <laughs> she brings the cake, puts it on the table. And then his mom is like, oh, get in the picture. Take a picture with him. Take a picture with him. And we're like, oh man, sibling love. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so he's taking a picture with this girl. And throughout the whole evening, obviously, because him and Renee are super low key. No, no stop one knows, it. His you. friend was the one who was like entertaining us. Do you know what I mean? So throughout the night, mm-hmm. we've been having conversations with his friend um and then his fr- so let's call his friend jay his friend we're like oh jay like who's that girl like what's her name she's super nice and he's like oh yeah that's his girlfriend so i'm i'm the one who's asking jay these questions and renee is sitting next to me and i'm just like oh. <laughs> you know i your start friend. tapping her leg <laughs> like, like are you hearing this i don't want you to be distracted 
we're in South London and this man's telling us his friend's girlfriend's standing there. They're taking a picture <laughs> of a birthday cake. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, really? Because obviously, like, I don't think and he knows that about... him and Renee are an item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On. And one thing about Courtney is... Courtney will not hide anything. At all. And I was like, oh, really? Like, how long have they been together? Oh, my God. Come out say something like two years. And he was like, they've been together for like two years. And we were like, so fantastic. And so I just look at Renee. She's looking at me. And then she's looking at me. And Renee keeps perfect composure, right? But you can tell when like someone's energy has shifted. So after the whole like happy birthday, cut the cake and whatever, I was like, oh, should we go home? And she was like, absolutely. (laughs) We must we must flee from this place and plus we're in south london we live in north we have school the next day so we're like oh we have to go you know our journey is so far and so we give him a hug and whatever and we're like all the best hopefully we'll never see you again and then <laughs> guys this guy's friend was like oh i'll leave at the same time with you guys so we're like okay fine now one thing you need to know about my best friend Renee is when Renee is pissed off the whole energy of the universe (laughs) shifts like everybody knows even strangers can tell don't even breathe loudly (laughs) if you're not careful this one's gonna shine have you ever seen a dragon <laughs> and the nostrils are flaring and like the steam is but guys out. so obviously we're leaving and i know the deal already renee's upset rightfully so i'm not gonna say anything to maybe five working days you know <laughs> we don't need to recap what's happened it's been a major blow this guy who his friend who followed us is a chatter box you know those people that just they're talking for no reason it's like she's pissed off so now i've got to entertain him so now we're talking (laughs) and i also don't like long talks like i don't like people talking too much it's actually the evening and we have a very long journey ahead of us we've taken the first bus there's like another bus and then train and we also don't know how long this man's going to be joining us on this journey because we have no idea where he lives so he gets on the bus with us chatting 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 Chatting, chatting, chatting. and then Renee's in the corner just looking out of the window on the bus <laughs> like having her own music video all we were missing was rain and then, <laughs> thankfully this guy gets off the bus but before he gets off the bus he's like oh I think you're super nice to Renee bear in mind wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> this is from my perspective I'm the one who's been engaging with you for this entire journey for you to now turn to I've someone who hasn't it. said you is know, it because she's given mysterious girl? <laughs> I was giving the energy of Edward oh, in Twilight. Just is it because she's the mysterious girl? It's like, oh, you're giving your number. So then she gets Renee's number, and I'm like, well, I'm down and out. Firstly, I thought I was coming to be doing sister-in-law. This man has a girlfriend. <laughs> Secondly, I've been talking to this guy. I don't even like talking <laughs> to people. And then for him to turn around and ask for Renee's number. So I'm now dealing with rejection. And Renee's still not talking to me on the way home because she's that pissed off. There you go. I think there was multiple... <laughs> you, you know the in conclusion in conclusion. Multiple different conclusions. Don't let anyone's son take you for you. Multiple, idiot. multiple. Because I then... Had oh, a conversation yeah. with, let's call him Benny. Yeah, let's call him Benny. I had a conversation with Benny afterwards and it was like very awkward. He was like, oh, I yeah. want to call you. I want to talk to you, all that kind of stuff. And I, the first thing I said was like, oh, you know, I hope you had a great birthday. Um, It was great, you know, talking to your girlfriend because me, I was petty back in the day. One <laughs> thing about me is I, I mean, I wouldn't say back anyway, in the day. I'm still a little yeah. petty. <laughs> but I feel like it's refined petty now. Yeah. And it only comes out when it's justified. 
sometimes um <laughs> is it ever justified anyways guys so i was like you know i hope you had a great time with your mm-hmm. girlfriend and he was like oh i really want to address the elephant in the room and i was like the elephant in the room is that you have a girlfriend yeah she's in the room with yeah. us as we say as yeah. you speak you're in the room with your girlfriend <laughs> he was like oh you know again it very much reminded me of that previous interaction where i've been engaging with a guy he'd been saying lovey dovey i've actually been out with you like Mm. we've hung out um we haven't like done anything like sexual or anything Mm -hmm. but it was still very much given oh i want to be with you he said like you're not misunderstanding there was no misunderstanding it was very much we're working towards like being official all that kind of stuff he was like oh like i didn't want it to come across the wrong way. I didn't know how to introduce her. I was like, how would you introduce your girlfriend when you're dating somebody else? Tell me. Maybe I need a guy to come and tell, how would you introduce (laughs) your girlfriend to the girl that you're dating? How would you do that? (laughs) I was trying to figure out the the best way way to intro you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, we don't believe in polygamy here. I don't. Um, So yeah, I was like, look for like, just the sake of my happiness and health and well-being let's end whatever we had romantically here happy to still be friends we may need to have like a period of separation or whatnot just to like overcome feelings or whatnot so we like don't speak for like maybe a couple of months and then he comes back into my life and is like you know just wanted to like catch up and all that we catch up in person i was like you know how's everything going you know how's your your lovely girlfriend and he's like oh we broke up Mm. and i was like Oh, sad. How about that? <laughs> when you're dating other girls when you're seeing your girlfriend <laughs> it doesn't make sense that this well. thing is gonna last and he was like so you know are you seeing anyone or anything i was like life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm seeing Jesus. Yeah, what we ain't gonna do is that. I'm seeing Jesus. And it's like, oh, like, you know, I still really like you. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, for you. <laughs> One thing about me is again, I'm petty. So I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you all the best in such endeavors. And um, yeah, we, we were like talking here and there, but it was very much I'm over this yeah. because the level of embarrassment yeah. to take my bestie to a Guys. party. A party where I believe that the guy we're celebrating is due to be my boyfriend, only for him to be dancing laps and circles around the girl bringing in his cake. That's also his girlfriend. Wonders shall never cease. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, we've we've had our fair share of situations. Um, if I need you one want from you. Their story times on my channel. <laughs> Will I ever live down those moments? Uh, <laughs> I have been stood up. I have had oh. men ask me for money. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Hey, God. I've had a guy like have a girlfriend and be dating me. Very similar situation. Um, I've had a guy try to use me for a green card. <laughs> I've actually had so many things occur in this lifetime <laughs> that when I gave my life to Christ, I said something has to shift. Oh, the something atmosphere. has to shift. And then I was single for six years. So 
God, we're trusting for hey. a change in my story. Glory but you know what? I would rather not have the headache. This is the thing. I'd rather be single than the have thing. the headache. This is the thing. I can't lie to you. So this dating has been very interesting. But thankfully, I actually haven't come across, um, like in my dating experiences, people who are trying to like run one over me. Mm. I think the thing has been having wisdom whilst dating yeah, which is yeah, why yeah. i wanted us to have these conversations because i think there's a way you can prepare yourself to date where mm-hmm. you know that there are some things i will take and things that i won't take mm-hmm. and be able to have those boundaries and For expectations sure. and standards mm-hmm. um but then there's also ways to spot when oh this isn't <laughs> this isn't and it you sir be, are a fool do you get what i mean and you can spot it from early on and i think that's one of the like huge benefits of wisdom being yep, able yep, to yep. know oh i can already see where this is going yep. and i'm gonna avoid that and that's why i wanted to have this conversation where it's like oh how do we even spot foolishness before we've been hoodwinked do you get what i mean yeah. so i think the first part of this conversation is how do you go about setting your standards yeah, right so yeah. before you even engage with someone um, and bear in mind we're not having this conversation as like relationship experts as many people love to point out we are not married right it's not news. <laughs> ring, <laughs> ring, whoa, ring. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> However, as people who are dating and who are young and who have engaged with like girls, boys, and who talk about relationships, whether platonic or roman- um, romantic, I think we could talk about stuff like this. So anyway, shut your mouth. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, how does one go about setting standards mm. before they've even engaged mm-hmm. like with someone, whether you, before you've met that person on a dating yeah, app yep, or, yep. you know, your friend has introduced yeah, you. Yeah. How do you, within your own psyche, yeah. be like, this is what I want? Yeah, well, it's not going on social media and saying relationship goals. That's mm. for one. That's the. I think that's the biggest problem of our generation. There's too many people and too many voices informing what standards should look like. That's good. Um, so I think the first thing is to... Uh, self-awareness is always king like who are you as a person what are some of your qualities what do you like what do you dislike I think the first thing to being clear about what you want is understanding who you are and Mm. there are very few people that actually can say this is who I am as a person before they enter into a partnership with other people you need to be whole before you go and find another person because if you bring just parts of yourself it's like bringing broken parts of a car to (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Or like you're trying to go on a a journey, but your car doesn't start or it doesn't work. There are certain parts of yourself that you need to bring fully functioning before you enter into a relationship or a partnership. And I think too many people don't actually understand who they are as people. What's the vision for your life? Like really understand what is the work? What is the call upon your life before you join with other people? Because it prevents you from joining with people that actually don't compliment. You Mm. don't compliment well, right? Um, and being somebody, again, that is a Christian, marriage and relationships are not just about like feeling lovey-dovey and having somebody that loves you, even though that's really important. This is a covenant with purpose. Mm. So you need to ensure that you have some kind of clarity around your purpose, some kind of clarity around the call. It doesn't need to be perfect, but there yeah. does need to be some kind of discernment so that you can say, these are the things that I care about. These are the things that I love. These are the things that I do as a person. Mm. These are the things that I was called to cultivate. And this is how I will interact in a relationship. So having a very 
firm sense of self mm. is very very important so and of good. course that journey will continue right you will continue to discover who you are as a person you will continue to discover your likes and dislikes but having a firm sense of self mm. having a firm sense of your relationships already like your platonic friendships your relationship with your parents you yeah. need to do a self audit before you think about dating anybody else or before you even think about engaging with somebody seriously because that is how that is like the best way to get into a broken partnership before it started when you yourself are broken and you have not done any audit no check no mot no nothing yeah that's so good so that's the first thing and then you can start to think about what actually complements me and complements the things that i'm trying to achieve right mm. what are the qualities before we get onto the physical because i know the physical is important yeah what are the qualities and the characteristics that I think and I hold dear to myself? What are my values? What are the things that I hold dear to me and my yeah. spirit that I'm unwilling to compromise on, right? So it may be faith might be something that you're unwilling to compromise. Some people do, some people don't, but faith might be a, a really good example. Um, giving and servitude might be a principle in life that you are unwilling to compromise on really thinking about characteristics because outside of the physical you have a person that you are going to interact with yeah. um, on a daily basis whatever it is you really need to think about what is the character of the person that I would like to be with? So and then also in terms of what you're demanding from a person character wise, you better have yourself or you mm. better be developing yourself. So if you, you want somebody that's giving or charitable or somebody that is really, really um, finds that servitude is something that's important to them. It better be high on your list mm. or, um, other areas of self like um the way that you inter not necessarily you don't have to be an extrovert and he's an extrovert or vice versa but there are certain values and principles that we often demand from partners that we haven't exhibited in ourselves so i would even encourage you when you write like a list of characteristics of your you know the partner or somebody that you're looking for find ways to demonstrate them in yourself first mm -hmm. just so that you have a very clear picture and you engage with that person oh okay i can identify that they're a giver mm -hmm. i can identify that service is important to them i can identify that you know they have faith or they believe in this or whatever yeah. um, i think that's super super important and then i would also think about the advice and the counsel that you really draw from right if it is that you are drawing from social media, maybe you should start thinking about cultivating the people around you yeah. that are actually going to feed into your real life. Yeah. So for example, I have already, me and Courtney, we have so many conversations around partners, relationships, what we should be looking for, what we shouldn't be looking for. Because as much as you've got your list, quote mm. unquote, sometimes there are things that you can't see that your friends can. Yeah. This is why there is so much safety in the wisdom of good counsel, emphasis on the good counsel. If you have people that are older than you, obviously it depends on your relationship with your parents but yeah. there's still wisdom in their experience even if things did not work out That's for them a good point so don't discount the i think sometimes we can often think oh my gosh i don't want to reproduce like my parents relationship or reproduce the broken relationships i've seen there is still wisdom yeah, in that learn so what they did wrong exactly don't discount that um learning that counsel too and then also if you can people that are in relationships you know hang around them maybe ask them you know what was it that drew you to this yeah. person like what is it that are principles in your relationship especially the long-lasting ones mm. there's so much wisdom in those that are fresh but there is even more wisdom in those Have experienced lasting. veterans yeah, get the good. vets if that's you can really find good. them um and then the last thing that i would say in terms of like informing your standards actually experiment mm. But experiment with wisdom too. Mm. Don't just be out here. Oh, I'm just looking for the love of my life, and that's gonna inform my standards. The first person I meet, I'm gonna yeah. fall in love with. They're yeah. gonna be perfect. Yeah. No, it's not gonna happen. 
definitely is unlikely experiment and also sorry just to go back to the point around like wise counsel if you are for example heterosexual Mm. i'm speaking from that perspective and you're interested in men Mm. get some good guy friends yeah yeah because they will definitely tell you some things that you will not be able to see or understand there's just certain things that my guy friends now in terms of like doing a crb check is this standard realistic? Yeah. What are you going through as a guy? What are some of the things that, you know, men that outline men's experiences that I don't have sight over mm. that can also inform that standard? Definitely get the counsel of good male friends, not the ones that party boys mm-hmm. or the ones that are... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that. you want. Yeah, exactly. If you want a party boy, you do your thing. But in terms of like, again, the multitude of wisdom from that counsel, make sure that you've got some really solid male counterparts That's to good. really inform those standards and then experiment. Yeah. Go out on dates here and there, try and figure out what it is that you like and you don't like. Obviously don't keep like a scoreboard or like yeah. an Excel spreadsheet. If you like to do that, as your business, but find a way to really experiment in practice. What does it look like? What does it feel like when I'm interacting with this person? What are things that are red flags? What are things that are amber flags? And then what are things that you actually like? Because I think sometimes even in standards, we often outline, this is what I don't want. I don't want this. Mm. I don't want this. Mm. I don't want this. I won't stand for this. I want him to be X, Y, Z. But it's like, okay, what are some of the really good traits that people are exhibiting that, you know, you found from your experimentation? Yeah, that's good. But yeah, those are some of the things I would say. But I agree with all of CDB. that. I think it's good to know what you want, but it's also good to know what you will not tolerate mm. and what you do not want. And that's, I really love the point you brought up about, well, examine the relationships around you that may have gone wrong or that you view and think, I don't want that. What is it specifically about them that you don't want? And I think this yep. also links me to my next point, which is think less about how you want this relationship to look and more so about how you want your partner to make you feel. Mm. Cause it's easy to set a standards or, or to write a list and to set standards based on he must have this, he must have that. Right. And not think about well actually I want him to make me feel like this and I want and this is hugely leaning on and invested in character mm. right and how you want him to treat you and I think we need to talk more about the treatment that we experience mm. in relationships rather than what our partner has what they've achieved what they look like right. um what we want to achieve um, in our relationship or even having certain levels of understanding I think oftentimes we can I think sometimes we put too much on, oh, me and my partner must have these exact same things. Mm. Like both of us must possess this viewpoint, these opinions. But honestly, you're probably not going to meet somebody who matches you 100%. Your partner may have a different opinion to you. They may have, you know, different um, standpoints and viewpoints on certain things. And I do think that diversity of thought and perspective can be helpful. But above wanting this person to think just like you and act just like you and um, wanting to be able to like predict them, I think you need to have somebody who respects you and somebody who makes sure that you always feel cherished Mm -hmm, and someone mm -hmm. who makes sure that you always feel seen. Because you can find somebody with a nice car who, you know, has that same vision for life with you. But do they make you feel like their actual part? partner or are you just or do they make you feel like their romantic partner and Mm. someone they genuinely care for or do you feel like their business partner and somebody who they're just moving around with strategically and for you that might actually be your expectations for relationships but I think you need to then outline how do you want to feel Mm -hmm, within mm -hmm. your relationship what does feeling safe look like or what does that mean to you what does being seen look like to you Do, do you want your partner to notice when you get your hair done do you want them to pay attention to detail like that do you want them to be generous and pay for everything and do you want them to be able to 
intuitively know your needs you're looking for a person with a certain character right you're looking for a certain for a person who makes you feel a certain way and doesn't mm. just have certain things so i think sometimes we can forget that people can change yeah. and this doesn't necessarily even mean like oh invest in potential and all of that but Child. i do think there are some groundworks we need to do when we talk about romantic relationships which is you can find someone who has everything on your list but they may not make you feel good and they may not make you feel loved and cherished and adored and I think we as women should have those kind of expectations like I actually want to feel as though I am special Mm. to you and I think we should allow ourselves to want to occupy that kind of space in someone's life because I think we see so much on social media relationships failing or relationships that are filled with disrespect or a breaking of trust and a crossing of boundaries that we believe that all we should expect is for somebody to possess something but not be someone Mm. do you I mean Mm -hmm. to to not have that character but to have the car or the money or to be able to you know our relationship looks good from the outside but actually it's about how do you make me feel on the inside how do you make me feel within this relationship um and a lot of us maybe don't feel like we can expect that anymore because it feels like certain things have become commonplace and this brings me on to my next point about standards like you said about the whole relationship goals stop setting your expectations according to what you see and just accepting that because this is what you see overwhelmingly whether it be you know from social media or the news or pop culture or men's podcasts or women's podcasts or whatever it is you're seeing don't just think oh I need to base my relationship expectations and standards on this because this is the current trend Mm. no you set your relationship expectations and standards based on how you want to live your life because you're the one who's going to be living it right you're going to put your phone down and then you're going to wake up to the reality of whatever it is that you accepted Mm -hmm. and you so you need to really up your expectations and what it is you're willing to accept and so really ask yourself what am I willing to accept in a relationship and what will I not stand for and I really want you to hold yourself in esteem enough to say I will not stand for this right as much as there's room for forgiveness and there's room for grace and there's room for patience I think it's important to know what are your boundaries right what are your write-offs your red flags your i will not if you treat me like this if you speak to me like this so especially in the dating phase oh oh, maybe no goodbye right goodbye and i think that brings us to another conversation around having a it's okay to let it go mentality whilst in the dating phase why do you think a lot of people struggle with that I think especially for women, because things like marriage and long-term partnership and um, aspirations around family and being a domestic goddess have like been so pervasive in our culture for so long, we don't realize just how much of an idol they've become inside our own hearts. And again, this isn't just a, oh, you just need to remove the idol from your heart. No, like society has conditioned us into thinking we have not fulfilled our utmost purpose until we are married to someone or until we have had a kid or until we have fulfilled specific um, characteristics of this caricature of womanhood. And I think it's very, very difficult to uproot an idol when everything around you is idolatrous, Mm. right? And I think that capitalism feeds into this as well, right? This whole idea that women getting their their own together or doing other things is literally antithetical to businesses that have centered around um, patriarchy and centered around gearing us up to be good mothers and wives and and, and whatnot. So even in that uprooting of that idol, don't be surprised if you find and face resistance because that's what society has literally become. It's about how can we push women and charge women into 
a, a very narrow definition of what it means to be mm. a woman. So it makes sense that they're still going to, f- you're, even internally, sometimes you're like, oh man, like, especially for my sisters that may be in their late 20s, early 30s, whenever, and they don't have a long-term partner. They're kind of like, ah, oh, maybe I should be married or mm. maybe I should have, you know, a partner. And I, I thank God that we've definitely come so far as women and as a society where we can have these conversations out loud because 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we couldn't even say, actually, I desire other things than just the house, the car, being, the kids. You know what I mean? Like I desire other things, but also having conversations about how it makes us feel, right? It's actually uncomfortable, especially when you are operating in this society to admit, I desire long-term partnership, mm. but I'm not sure if this is actually going to happen for mm. me. And there are quite a few people nowadays that it actually will not happen for. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, it's very, very difficult because A, society has conditioned us for it. B, it's a, a desire that actually may not get fulfilled. Mm. And dealing with the reality of that is really painful. It's upsetting because it's not a bad thing to want a, or desire a long-term partnership. A lot of people want that, but... Yeah. The reality is, can I envisage a life outside of that? For some, it's yes, but for most, no. Mm. Which is why we spend so much of our resources and so much of our time investing in becoming the perfect wife or the becoming the perfect girl to date or becoming the person that's like attracting all the men because we don't want to be left alone. Yeah. We don't want to be left as undesirable. Yeah. We don't want to be quote unquote spinsters. Yeah. It even makes me think of uh, one of the comments. I think I showed you this comment on like one of our like podcast episodes where we were talking about like relationships and stuff mm. like that. And one person was like, oh, these two girls go home to their cats and they're going to end up alone. And eating Firstly, sleep. we don't even have pets. First, and Very that was what I was going to say. We don't have pets. We Very were going to have a pet, but we decided against it. Yeah. Um, oh, long live Puff Puff. I know. We were going to get a really cute dog called Puff Puff, but <laughs> cost of living crisis. And Bruh. if Puff, if she wasn't if like- If she can't pull her weight, you know like- I mean? If she's not doing those little tourniquets and stuff so you know we can mean? enter Becoming her the dog- pa- Exactly. Enter into- you know what? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an investment. Maybe. This is not exploitation, but look at maybe. the world around you everyone has to pay for the if rent. we did exactly if we did get a sisters we'd love to know should we get a dog and would you be like would you support us take care of her expenses Not maybe she could be a community dog, dog. Yeah. <laughs> i think that would be such a great idea i think we should get a community dog and call her puff puff if you sisters are interested in investing in puff puff we will open the puff oh, puff fund the story behind the name it's gonna be a brown dog probably like a pomeranian or something yeah. that's you know fluffy, fluffy. Puff Puff. Puff yeah. Puff, because we know and love Puff A Puff. A golden brown dog. There we go. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts on that. But <laughs> coming back <laughs> to the actual comment about, oh yeah, you guys are going to mm. end up single alone in your 30s ETC with cats. We don't even like cats, mind you. Mm. Um, nothing against them. We just don't like them. Yeah. And we've heard many a tale about the transformative exactly. nature of cats. Exactly. And it was like, first of all, I was like, why do you think that this was... Uh, a jab like mm-hmm. why are you weaponizing relationships as a means of getting at us mm-hmm. like we can't mm-hmm. speak our minds and actually talk about the fact that there is more to life than relationships the romantic relationship without it simultaneously being weaponized against yeah. us and i was like you're literally oh, proving time. You know what i mean you're literally proving our point that 
it has become such a painful topic yeah. for a lot of women that people actively weaponize it against yeah. us in order to jab us and bring us down and redirect our focus back to these romantic 100%. relationships. So I think it actually sucks a lot of the fun out of dating and getting to know people and stuff like that because in our minds, ticking over, I have to find the one to marry. Yeah. I have to find the one that's my long-term partner. I have to, I have to. And it also means that many of us find ourselves, again, I don't want to victim blame, but many of us find ourselves in situations that have run its course speak on it because we are afraid to let it go because of all of these insecurities that we have yeah so it's literally like i think i've used this um example before but you know when you get a car or something happens to you and you develop an infection it's basically like if you don't sort out the wound now and let go now you're going to develop gangrene you're going to have to have antibiotics you're going to have to deal with something a lot nastier Mm -hmm. than having to stitch up the wound in the first place and i think that is what is happening to a lot of women we are saying yes to situationships and not relationships because we think we can transform situationships into relationships let the situation run its course to the end and get go. going back let it back. go and i know a lot of women struggle to have that conversation yeah and to really put their foot down and say i deserve better than this or i want better than this. whether you believe you even deserve it the fact that you desire it should be enough for you to be like i need to put an end to this because this is not what i want for my life yeah, right yeah, yeah. and i think you're allowed to have that conversation that puts gives you the agency to be like listen Right now, I'm in charge of where my romantic life is going, right? And because you're showing me your true character and this is not what I want, I have to go. And there is life on the other side of being single. There is life on the other side of a broken up relationship. And we're having a conversation with someone yesterday who was really transparent and honest about how like, especially the older you get when you're hitting those late 20s, early 30s, and you're thinking actually the cost of ending a relationship or a relationship failing is much higher than when you're in your early to mid 20s. And I completely understand that. And as someone who's like etching closer towards 30, there are those questions around like, oh, you know, if I get into a relationship now, this one better be the one to go. I mean, it better be the one that makes it. Um, But even with that, though, I don't think you should sign the rest of your life away because as much as society has done a doozy to make sure that we think that (laughs) 30 is old, you still have about 50, at least like 40 to 50 to 60 years of your life ahead of you, which means you're not even halfway. And so if you enter into something which is... um, not ideal and actually you can discern is not what you want for the rest of your life what you're actually giving up isn't a few years of heartbreak it's actually a lifetime of heartbreak and now complications right divorce is complicated having children that are unhappy is complicated being unhappy for the rest of your life is complicated and so you're actually having to weigh up is it worth that right me not wanting to tell this man actually we're not gonna work at 32 is that signing me up for another 32 years of unhappiness? Right, right. Is that worth it, right? And so allow yourself to have really hard conversations, but have the hard conversation with yourself first yeah. around the fact that as much as society may be telling you, oh, it's too late. Oh, you need this. Oh, you need that. No. It- <laughs> no. We don't and I'm want not, it. Yeah, we don't want it. And we're not minimizing your desire for the exactly thing, yeah, yeah right but i think you owe it to yourself to have the right thing and not just something yeah. do you get what i mean yeah. i think a lot of us are settling for something yeah. but it's not the right thing and it's certainly not the thing that we want oh and what we need to also do 
death to all of these conversations about depreciating value when you get older or like oh if you're not every guy wants a new Benz model and like women as they get older they start to depreciate in value it's a crock of bullshit It's actually it's so nonsense. true. It's actual rubbish. Nonsense. It's rubbish. Selling the crap. I think this also <laughs> links into the avenue of unlearning so much, but also realizing that the one for you is out there. But also that's actually why it's more important, especially if you do feel like, no, but let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. The older you get, especially the pool gets smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like everyone always says, oh, all the good men are already married. Oh, God. Or like maybe you're sure they're good. Some of them are good. <laughs> that part. Yeah, that's for another, <laughs> that that's part. But day. it's like okay, it feels like the majority of men your age or who you'd want to date yeah, are already yeah. married yeah. or they already have kids or they're not really ready for something long term or whatever. So I do actually sympathize that it may get more complicated yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, date sure. and stuff in your thirties. The older you get and you haven't been in a relationship and yeah. you've still been able to create a life for yourself where you're happy, as much as you may not have everything, you've made it this far. Yo. So why would you now sacrifice that happiness, even if it's like oh well there are some things in my life which are missing like maybe a kid and a husband or whatever right right right. as much as those things aren't there there's so much of your life ahead of you to still achieve achieve those things or um acquire those things why don't you bet on the fact that you've actually been able to create a happy life so far yeah and i think that's why we need to take it's not that having a marriage and having kids is not valuable honestly, and honestly. it's not something to be desired right you desire it and so you should go and try and possess it however it's not the only thing that can make you happy and it's not the only thing that can give your life purpose and I think that's where we need to shift our thinking Mm. however what I did want to say about letting things go is especially for anyone who feels as though it's it's like that sunk cost fallacy right oh but we've come so far I don't I don't want to now let this guy would have wasted so much of my my time this is the thing you are (laughs) wasting your time regardless you letting it go is not the only way you can waste time you in this unhappy relationship is wasting your time do you get what I mean so allow yourself to either work on it and make it something worth your time or let it go because you're wasting your time anyway god have you seen the film drag me to hell no that's what makes me there's like at the very end the scene where sister is she's packing it in, yeah you know, she's going downstairs and i'm like damn <laughs> this is the image it's conjuring up it's like oh we spend so much time together in hell yeah you have yeah. not known a moment's just problems no peace no peace why but are this you is so also, invested in that this is also something to say dating can also still be fun oh yeah as much as sure. there are so many like examples and tweets and content out there where it's like ah oh, the dating streets are a mess and obviously we talk about like guarding your heart and stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. um i genuinely want to say that there are good relationships out 100%. there and they are not something you're disqualified from right i think we can often think oh my god i want good relationships with my friends and i'm it's so glad when i see somebody doing it but it's too, too late for me or every past experience i had has have had has been negative so i'm not going to get what it is that i want if you go into it with that mentality you're never going to give yourself the chance to actually possess what it is you desire absolutely so remind yourself of the fact that if they can have it i can have it too right and so i'm going to work on setting my standards setting my boundaries knowing what i will and won't expect so accept 
kept so that nobody can occupy this space whilst I'm actually waiting for the right person to come and so that I'm not wasting my time but also have hope and hope often looks like actually putting yourself out there Mm. and not necessarily kissing the frogs but just being like okay I'm gonna try this dating thing and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna meet different men don't have to commit to anything don't have to sleep with anyone if that's not my steves and I'm just going to get through them so I can learn more about what I want, what I don't want, but also so that I can increase my chances of meeting that person, 100%. right? I think a lot of us are waiting for the person to come to us. And I think one thing about dating is you are, you can afford to be directive. And being directive doesn't necessarily mean leading a relationship. Yeah, it yeah, means yeah. actually taking the responsibility to give yourself the best chances whilst you are dating and to orchestrate your dating life so that it's like actually I do have the potential to find someone here because I'm not hiding away I'm not just praying for something I'm actually putting myself out there and it can feel vulnerable it can feel hard and it feels like you may be opening yourself up to be hurt but hopefully with certain principles like setting standards having boundaries having expectations knowing what is you will and will not accept you'll be able to sift through things a bit quicker and navigate through dating with a lot more wisdom mm. and protect your heart along the process. And I think the last thing I wanted to talk about is how do you make sure you don't give your heart to someone too early or mm. too quickly? Because that's the thing, right? People yeah. love love bombing. Exactly. And that kind of stuff. Um, I think it is taking your time in the process of dating. I think because many of us, again, go in with the whole mindset of like, I'm here to find my significant other Mm. for the rest of my life you're like i need to speed up this process yesterday so it's like we have to have back-to-back dates we need to be like outside all the time take your time Mm. i know it's fresh and it's exciting and it's like oh my gosh i'm with somebody that i really like sister please at least give it a month or two like just like percolate and sit in the freshness of that excitement yeah percolate you know do other things whilst you're dating as well because i think sometimes we we like almost clear our calendars because i got a new guy has come like is he gonna take me out on thursday saturday whenever i'm always gonna be available don't be too available please close your calendar please whatever you agreed to i don't want to be here in hey sis i'm gonna have to um cancel cancel or change something we've had in the diary for a month because this uh, new guy has come in and he's you know he's cute i don't care remember you you have a life you you have a life outside of this person so i think it's that right this person is a priority but they don't have to be the priority all the time Mm -hmm. and you still have a life outside of dating and you will continue exactly and they will continue to you will continue to have a life whilst you are dating too until you guys have come to a place of prioritizing each other until this is how you get out of situationships until that man or you have decided we are together we are exclusive i don't want to be hearing oh i'm shifting up all of my plans for Mm -mm, you i'm changing mm -mm, all mm -mm, of my life no and this is what's leading a lot of people to pay that suffering in anticipation of the thing you're hoping for you're rearranging your whole life to be that wife to be that girlfriend to be his one do you get me but he hasn't asked you until he asks and he initiates and he completely makes it clear that this is what it is don't go rearranging your whole life don't go changing who you are don't go changing your schedule no 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 no. you're single until you what he's made it clear that you're not (laughs) 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 until he has don't presume don't assume don't read into things you here we don't do interpretation we don't do interpretation let me tell you something if there's one thing that i've learned from a lot of my guy friends Mm. 
men are very simple creatures. 100%. When they say something, that's when they mean it. If they haven't said Pin it, none word, of this. guys. And this is the problem with like, when we see things like Twilight, the Twilight franchise. Oh, I'm just reading into um, <laughs> how he's feeling. And this man was stiff as a stone. He had the expressions <laughs> of a cardboard box. And this was like, oh, he loves me nah. so much. And like the way he peers into my soul, I just feel like he's just reading me. And that, oh, this face that he's making, even though he looks like he's constipated, just I'm sure that he is stupid. just, just a sounding dumb. A fool. That's how you ended up becoming a vampire, Bella. I did, I, hmm. Sisters, don't mm. let it be you. Don't there are wizards out like, here. Guys, no. Stop we vow reading. to each other as a sisterhood. No more interpretation no. dating. Okay? No, 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 no. You must make it clear to me. What are we? Oh my God, Who he's going to ask me to me? But did he? He hasn't yet. So stop moving like he has. Not, oh, we just have an understanding. No, you don't. Because that's <laughs> how we were in South London. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we were in South London. <laughs> I'm telling you, interpretation will have you traveling like a muppet. Do you get what I mean? A People muppet. that should be studying for A-levels. We're in South fan. London at our party. I was so pissed. We didn't even get to take any takeaway. But I was I like, I don't even think we To go to like a like predominantly black gathering and not come back with food. That's how you know we were pissed. Do you get what I mean? Like, no. Nothing no to show more for interpretation it. dating. Nothing to show for No it. more, oh, I think this, I think that. No. Unless that person has given you words that you can take to the bank and you can present back to them like, hey, this is what you said. This is how you said you treat me Hello, this is what you said you do this is what you said i am to you and i'm expecting you to hold yourself accountable to these things we're not shifting our whole lives and no compromising your values come in on. the hope of speeding things up come on or that Some they'll change you know what i mean hey. it's like oh you know maybe if i give him the goodies or maybe if we do this then yeah. he will start behaving like no. this you do not need to give a me- this man is not a dog 100%. don't be giving him a bone to try and tempt him and change his 100%. mind and stuff like and that actually all you've done is prove to him that he can be rewarded for what he's giving you bare minimum which is bare minimum <laughs> don't be a bare minimum girly we are an exceeds expectations type of ah, we are a community of excellence yeah, so community obviously of this excellence. is relevant to you you know it's what you want and it's what you want to absolutely give. we're not dictating to you nothing it's not a dictatorship not even all right it's well, a it's community a minute dictatorship no do you know what i mean it's a democracy yeah but there's leaders yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you get what i mean <laughs> as your leaders that have been spun around the block like fools idiots mugs complete just you look when you play stupid games the prizes that you win are what dumb <laughs> <laughs> stupid foolish stupid rubbish so how can you complain about the prize that you were given when you were playing in the leagues of foolishness you were in the lanes of the dumbfounded and on that note <laughs> like we said we are not exactly we are not the beginning and end of all wisdom we literally just come on here and we chat so honestly we want to hear your comments down below hold each other accountable exactly and we're friends that are learning you know what if you're dating somebody and you're like oh my god he's close to interpretation ask another friend because imagine we might not have gone to south london had i not talked to courtney beforehand had i not told her hey i'm dating this guy he's giving me all these signs there may be a a couple of shiftiness things Mm, that i can't see it's true okay get your friends crb check get your friends to interpret with you 
If only young Courtney and Renee knew this, you wouldn't have been Delulu. on that bus. Delulu. <laughs> but honestly, sis, like, like we said, we just come and we bring the topics. We want to hear from you in the comments. Leave a comment here on YouTube. Leave a comment on Spotify. Leave a comment on Instagram. Let's get this conversation going oh. at to my sisterhood, literally everywhere on social media. But you can also follow us individually. My lovely best friend here is at Renee Kapuku and I am at C debating yeah have an amazing week you better have a freaking amazing week and don't be stupid and whilst in fact smart things that you can do is sign up to the mailing list com for more tips and tricks on how to avoid being a fool this we don't have tips and tricks actually (laughs) we don't we have commentary that's what the girls say we have commentary before somebody says you said we should and now i'm here no no we have to cover it we, we have don't to have do, a how-to this is yeah. not a course on how to secure a man in oh it's not it is absolutely not because we don't get what paid we, um, but also we don't know we don't <laughs> we don't we are know. not the experts and actually sorry let me even restart this no one knows i actually want to put that out there mm-hmm. to anyone who's about to sign up to a course or a prayer something or a group or something of somebody telling you let let me show you how to get a man they don't know they <laughs> don't know unless they are a witch unless they are a magician there is nobody it, no no there me. is no one who can give you the play for mm. play because look at how many women have channels where it's like let me teach you about how to be this and how to be irresistible who are actually single and this is no shame to anyone it's to say that a lot of these things and I'm as believers I'm gonna say this yeah. it's just about God God's timing God's favor and you being aligned with what God is doing in your life and has planned for you mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so there are people who can point you in the direction of alignment but there is no one who can give you the playful play unless they are truly the biblical definition of a witch as in somebody who can control and orchestrate absolutely every factor that goes into okay. these things right so I just want to put that out there for someone who's about to buy, buy a course or sign up to give somebody something or to just follow someone who's telling you lies right the reason why we can't give you tips and tricks is we don't have all the answers we're also not witches we actually there you go. No, we're genuinely not all we witches. can do is advise you and give you counsel on how to be aligned yeah, with yeah, what yeah. god is doing you see how in the word it says go and be fishers of men that's not what they we meant. just want you to it's be aligned to the gospel not mm. to go and fish for men Guys, I look like a fish. Stop that rubbish and that nonsense. (laughs) Honestly, no, because I'm so sick of people preying on single women who are rightfully because of all the things you were saying earlier in the episode. Desperate. Uh, have you have really you seen that thing me. that was floating on social media what? of the um prayer gathering of single women and they were like in their thirties and they were wearing wedding dresses? Yeah, I saw me. it. I First saw of it. all, there are certain things that should never end up on the internet. That was one of the things that <laughs> a shouldn't have happened. Yeah, but b should never have ended up. My on thing the is, internet. I don't mind a prayer gathering. I don't mind you standing in faith because I've had people who have like stood in faith with me or we've had prayer mornings or whatever, 100%. being like, "Let's guys, let's pray until our marriage is fine." My thing are the predatory people who are like, "I will charge." you because this is what will guarantee you the future that you want or like come to me because i have all the answers or i'm the i'm the missing part in your story yeah yeah yeah. no he said no from me dog the only missing part in your story is the lord hallelujah and what he'll reveal to you is maybe and, and you can't control what he reveals to you either it could be that god is like actually what i have planned for you is way higher than what it is you're planning for yourself and it may not even be marriage but it will be something that fulfills you it will be something that helps you fulfill exactly. purpose it will be something that you'll find contentment in there is 
plans that God has for us that exceed our own plans for ourselves and that are abundantly more than what we could plan for ourselves. And so it doesn't always look like getting what we want, but it is getting his best. And that's what we want. That's what we want for you. And that's what we want you to be aligned with. So anyway, sign up to the mailing list. (laughs) Um. That was the longest outro ever. Sisters, please sign up to the mailing list. But also we are praying for God's best for you. Not your expectations, Mm -mm. not your best. Not society's pressure. The creator of the universe has intended for you. We pray that this is the week that you step into alignment with those plans. And whether it be a marriage, whether it be a job, whether it be a calling that's on your life, we pray that this is the week that you are stepping up in alignment. With it. Amen. So, sisters, on that note, we are up and out. Your uh, sisters in Christ, your sisters in fellowship. Until we see you again next week, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com